What up, everybody? It's Nate with Street Wave. Welcome to a new season of podcasting. A uh, brand new vibe, just brand new sessions that are coming out. Uh, it's going to be a couple times a month, hopefully. Um, today, um, I'm really excited to have this guest on, uh, Brooke, um, dear friend of mine. Uh, we could go on to like stories on stories of how we met and everything, but um, just to catch you up on, we met several years several years ago, um, modeling. Yes, modeling. Out so- in Independence. In independence with Psych Streetwear yeah, brand, right. um, connected, grew together. We what, would we just throw a bunch of looks in my Tahoe and yeah, um, used it as a dressing pull, room and yeah. yeah, pulled up to the Independence Square area and just shot um, some. What we had, well, we had like a shagging wagon, didn't we? Like I think so. Yeah, it was like a, a muscle car or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. It's some like 1970s dope. dope car, and <laughs> yeah. yeah, we just rocked it, man. Right. Yeah. And then from there, just staying connected in the creative um, group in the community here in Kansas City, um, seeing you there, like Thou Mayest, the old the old place, and then hearing about how you had this idea uh, for a night market. And, um, you know, several, several years later, I can't say that word for some reason, several years later, um, you know, we find ourselves getting invited to do interviews at a night market that you put on. Yes. Um, well, and I, I have to say just to step back just a, a bit, um, yeah. I think that our energies collided yeah. and from there we just knew, like sometimes you just know. Right. And so I think our friendship and our, um, our bond has grown from there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like when you meet you meet someone that's amazing, great, and just encouraging. It's like, I should surround myself around that person. Yeah, I, I think it's almost like you become magnetic yeah. to each other, you know, yeah. when, when you have that type of frequency. So I'm so grateful for our, our friendship for sure, Nate. Definitely. But yeah, I'm super excited when uh, Night Market kind of started to develop and grow. And I really wanted to add a podcast to highlight some of our vendors. And of course... Mm-hmm. You were, yeah. the, you were the yeah. first person that came to my mind. So, well, And then where I was during that whole process as well, um, I took a year off from the pod, um, was trying to figure out things. I was wanting to get back into doing it again. And then I got a message from you of like, hey, do you want to like interview some vendors? And I'm like, hell yeah, let's roll with it. I need to get back on to doing this anyway. Let's see if I can stir up some, some shit and well, yeah. And I mean, from, you know, me coming and watching some of your live podcast and listening to your podcast, I knew that you would be the perfect fit. Um, I love your style. I love, I love the way you interview and I love your energy again. So, um, I knew that, that it was going to be amazing and we just kind of reconnected from yeah. there and it's just grown and right. um, yeah, I'm happy. I'll never forget. The di- yeah. The day that I came in, I'm wearing a green Jersey with the green chair. I look like I'm a part of the chair. <laughs> I'll never forget it. Um, oh, it's funny because like my friend's brother messaged him and was like, he looks like he's a part of the chair. And then he showed me a photo and I was like, I am the chair. Like that's what I was doing. I was part of the chair. Well, you know, um, so that was crazy. <laughs> that first podcast with um, Night Market version one, right. um, because so I the podcast idea kind of came for me. Um, my partner, Quincy, was he was four. He was down. Jeremy with uh, Crossroads was so hype about it. We were like, we're just going to take over the atrium. We're like, screw it. We don't care if yeah. this is where guests are checking in. We're going we're gonna to take it over. And I loved that little green chair setup right. um, over in the XR right. bar area. And so I looked at Jeremy and I said, can I move this to the yeah. atrium? He's like, okay. So, I mean, it's like me and little old me and a couple guys. And we're just like moving this setup. Um, I, I think I smashed what three, four guests on you that day. Yeah. Um, we literally went from interview to interview, interview to interview. Yeah. Um, a whole, what, I mean, we, we were 
we were recording for four hours, yeah, right? Pretty um, close, pretty close. Pretty intense, yeah. yeah, yeah pretty I, intense. I'll never forget, I was like, man, is this getting back to podcasting? This is what it is. It's just going to be four people in the next four <laughs> hours. Here we go, just back to back. And um, I don't regret one moment in there. I think it really put me back on my grind really quick, which I love to do. I don't like to sit there and pitter-patter around of thinking that, is this something I want to get back into? I don't know, maybe. You know, once I sat down with that first guest, I was like, I, I have missed this thoroughly. Well, and to be honest with you, it was like, it was a little chaotic at first. I mean, it was my first setup for the podcast as right. well. Um, so uh, I was doing my best to make it run smoothly. Uh, but once we got the the aesthetic set and we started the interviews, the flow was so beautiful. I mean, it it just it gives me almost like goosebumps thinking yeah. about that because it was a really exciting time and i'm so proud of how it went um i couldn't have asked for it to go better i right. think and from there it just made me realize that we could just grow this and continue to to make and create and you know to highlight these vendors and to highlight you as a podcaster here in the casey community so really glad that it all came together right and i want to dive into the the market a little bit okay just on the the aspects of like vendors and um, you know, even like deciding what vendors should be a part of the community of the night market. Yes. You know? So for, for me, um, you know, me and Quincy, he has a great aesthetic and a great eye for um, local and small businesses as well as myself. And we really wanted to find people that were like, you know, creatives, but on another niche, you mm -hmm. know, like, on, like really, really, really turning the curve so it was more about finding people that were doing new things or finding out people that, you know, I also too wanted to take small businesses. It is so hard when you're a small business and a, or a local creative. And I really wanted to be able to give them this platform to showcase because right. it doesn't, you know, I mean, Crossroads Hotel is, it's one of the hottest venues in right. Kansas City. I mean, everybody wants to be at Crossroads right. Hotel. Um, so to have that space and to be able to give that to those vendors so that they can can put themselves out there and promote their businesses. Um, you know, that, that was really big too. So it was really looking at who was up and coming, um, who is, you know, who were people that were, were doing things differently, um, and could really come and create like a really great vibe, yeah. um, for Casey night market. Yeah. And what was cool is like the vendors got to keep 100% of their profit. Yes. You know? Yes. So, um, our biggest thing, I mean, obviously, you know, there was a, a vendor fee, which is typical with pop-ups, but, um, some, you know, some of the pop-ups, they, they actually do like a percentage of your sales. And for us, we want these businesses to thrive. Um, we want what they're creating. We want them to keep that profit because it, it's, it's theirs. That's, that's, that's their creation. So it was super important to us that they kept a hundred percent of their profit um, just so that they can continue to grow and become successful and do what they need to do and make money. You know, yeah. that's, that's what it's all about. So, so when walking into the crossroads hotel, uh, did you just see the market come to life with before it actually was set up or anything? Did you have an idea of like where things were going to go? Well, you know, like, so just, I guess maybe more like a, we could backtrack, do a little backstory with night yeah. market. So, um, Quincy had actually come to me. I've known Quincy for quite some time now. Um, we actually used to, I used to manage a boutique on the plaza called Hemline and we would put on fashion shows and Quincy worked with a production company and that's how I met Quincy. And so we kind of stay connected through the years. Um, and he came to me a couple years ago. I want to say maybe like end of 2017, maybe like 2018. 
and was like, Hey, I have this idea. What do you think about it? And he kind of started pitching it to me. And I'm like, Oh, this is so, so dope. The night market version. So we just basically just kind of like crash collabed on it and just started really deciding what we wanted it to look like or how we wanted it to be. And so we, we pitched it. Right. And putting the bait out there and nobody's biting like none of these venues they just nobody was interested in it um and then of course COVID hit um so we we had to take a, a back step for a little bit uh and then we just actually had this in at crossroads and they a friend of ours pitched it to jeremy the lifestyle director there and he was like i'm down i think that he saw the vision i think he saw that it had so much potential um we started meeting with jeremy and it was you know, I'm going to say this probably a lot in this, in this podcast, but it was so organic, like the way it came together. Um, and that's when I knew that this was going to be something amazing. So as our meetings started growing and developing, um, I mean, just watching how we were about to take over the space. I mean, in that first night market, um, I brought in our pal Skiggity, um, and he literally came in, put a projector against that atrium wall, and we paid a Casey night market across the entire thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, and funny story behind that. So he did an amazing job. So thankful for him. When he pulled the tape, it like pulled, like it had all these voids, right? So I literally had to go down on a Saturday because some of the upper management was a little upset about it. So I actually had to take my daughter down on a Saturday at 11 o'clock at night and fill in the areas and paint to I touch didn't know it that. up. Yes. Yes. Um, so that was like, you know, yeah. even though it was like crazy, it was like so cool because I actually got yeah. a, got to be a part of it. And my daughter, she is such a creative and she's an artist herself. So like, she was like, I'm literally painting the Crossroads Hotel wall, you know, like she thought it was so cool. That's so so awesome. yeah, but I mean, just from, you know, taking over and doing that and just Jeremy, I mean, Jeremy really believed in it and just kind of let us like do what we wanted to do. And that was like so cool for him to accept us and to see, like I said, again, the vision and what it could be and you know? Yeah, I'm sure your daughter was like, my mom is the shit. <laughs> yeah. We're here at 11 p.m. On a night, Saturday. On a Saturday, painting the wall. The well, and there was like up. a Gatsby themed like party going on. So there yeah. was like all these like people and we're just like, you know, in Crossroads painting. I'm like yeah. in scrubby clothes. Um, and it was really cool. Uh, Whitney, shout out to Whitney, my girl at Crossroads. She actually uh, took us up to the rooftop that night after we got done painting and let my daughter see like the, you know, the whole view yeah, and, and feel the experience, which yeah. was really cool. And then they actually, her birthday was just a few days later and um, they did a really special little birthday event for her up on the rooftop, That's which was so. super cool. Yeah. So yeah, love everybody at Crossroads, um, but going on a little tangent there, but yes, oh, okay. um, just that space, the feeling, the vendors, the way it came together, it was magical almost in a sense i know that sounds cheesy but it really no, was no, no. it really was then moving on to like just a few months later yes. with the holiday night market in december yeah um you know the holiday night market was so intense because we literally doubled um occupancy so we went from like four to five hundred to i think we were like at seven or eight um the way the community the way the kansas city community has accepted the night market is it still blows my mind like it's just people love it and they are engaged in it and they mm. want to be in it and and I'm so grateful for that because it just it's such it's such a beautiful thing for yeah. the city I think right 
And like speaking of like organic is like timing of everything. Yes. You know, I, I COVID happened and put a lot of us against the wall, a lot of us emptied, a lot of us lost. And so I think for building a a night market to bring people together to promote other businesses, to get people excited about they may not know what's going on in the city, but they meet a vendor, they're like, They're doing plants. I had no idea. Yeah. And now I'm gonna buy a plant and now I like fully support them. Yeah. And I feel like too, I feel, you know, because of COVID, we were all restricted. We couldn't go out. We couldn't do much. We couldn't, you know? And so I think that it was also about like people like, wow, look at the, look at this thing that we can go to. It is a night vibe Mm. where you're, you're, I mean, so chill in there. We had, you know, inspired night market drinks. We had D we had, you know, we ended up having two DJs. I mean, just the whole setting of the situation was so inviting for people and we wanted it to be um, immersive. We wanted it to be engaging. And that's that's something that I think that attracted so many people to it. Mm. And then just having, I mean, I mean, who takes over the entire Crossroads Hotel? Casey Night Market, okay? Ooh, like, I drop. mean, that's huge. Yeah. Like when I tell people that we take over the hotel, they're like, what? And I'm like, yes, like every area, art gallery, atrium, bar, ballroom, corridors, like we're taking it over and it's, yeah, I mean, it, it's just incredible. But Well, even like what I was able to be a part of, Street Wave was to be a part of, you know, like yes. when we got that uh, side room and then with the gold frame with me, you and Quincy in it and just setting a vibe and getting even bigger vendors to come in and spend some time with us and get their stories out and just to fill their vibe out. And like, I can contest to that. Like it was insane and I loved every minute of it. Now we're in a better space recording now. Yes. You know what I mean? It's it's insane to like go back through my mind on like what the last six months were processing with like the night market and then where we are now. It's insane. I love it. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I I feel like such a such a growth and such like I mean, it, it feels like we're getting getting our feet back underneath us, our mm-hmm. our wind beneath our wings in a oh, in a sense, hey, you no, know? Well said. Yeah. And um from the second market to the third that was even like a shorter time, it seemed. Yeah, it was. It was you know a very I mean? quick, very quick turnover. Like but like I, I think the later. people were wanting it. So, yeah. and well, I know if you Crossroads, build it, they will come. You know? 100%. That's what I meant to say earlier. I was in my thoughts. And then <laughs> sometimes I just like, there that goes. And then I try to move on. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, build it. If you know, if you build it, they will come for yeah, sure. I agree. I do agree with that. Um, and, you know, it, it was very successful. And I hope that it continues to thrive and grow the way that it has very very blessed and grateful for that that opportunity yeah and like to see um for instance you know me uh interviewing another vendor that's been there for the last three and seeing how excited he was still for the third one you know like never faded away yeah at all people got more and more stoked and i, I think it's location was like key carcer's hotel big flex yes you know yeah um great vendors and great people. I think that's just like combination of everything. And good DJs. Great yeah, DJs. Great DJs. You know? Great DJs. And I, I really loved how we're now incorporating two. Um, I think that that just, people are like, what? You know, and because you have these two DJs that are both equally amazing, but they both have their own vibe and aesthetic. Um, so it's really cool because it's almost like you're transitioning from one environment or one atmosphere to another. Right. Um, so that's really cool too. Yeah. One, two, three, done. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I want to move on to like another section that we've talked about prior to this was mental health. Yes. Um, not just for ourselves, but for the community here, mm -hmm. uh, the creative community and just people in general, like just how important has that been for you, especially with the night market and everything? Like how important is mental health for you right now? Well, you know, I always say that health is wealth, mm. right? Um, if you don't have your health, you don't have anything. If you're right. sick, I mean, what do you got? Right. I mean, nothing. So right. that's super, I mean, and, and mental health is super important. And I feel like there's this whole stigma. Um, so I actually, my, just a little side story here. My, my father was in a car accident about 18 years ago and he had a, he sustained a pretty heavy brain injury. He, he almost died. He was in um, ICU for about eight to nine weeks. Um, he had to relearn everything all over again, like yeah. how to use a fork, um, yeah. all of that. So we went through about a year and a half of rehabilitation and, um, because of his brain injury, my, my dad has a mental illness and I have, you know, been very much in that community for a long time now. And the sad thing is, is that mental health isn't actually considered health. A lot of people, you know, they don't give mental health the acknowledgement that they should. Um, and it really is, people really do have diseases. People really do have illnesses. And also too, your mental health affects your physical health. Mm. When you're not healthy up here, you ain't healthy everywhere else, right? right? Um, and for me, I I mean, I just want to be, you know, upfront and vulnerable. Like I, I struggle with mental health stuff too. I mean, I think we all do. Yeah. Um, Nobody is wanting to post about that. Nobody's wanting to, you know, it, everybody wants to post like the accolades and like, oh, look at what I'm doing. I'm doing this. But I think it's important that we, we bring this to a light. So I'm gl so glad that we're touching on this today. Right. Um, but mental health is super important to me. And you have to have consistency to keep your brain and your, and your mental healthy. I mean, you really do. Yeah. Uh, meditation is a big, big part of my life. Um, I do that a lot. I also have a journal that I write in and then I have a gratitude journal. Um, so it kind of, I, I set my intentions for the day. I um, write down positive words that I want to use for the day. And then I, I set some, some goals as well. Um, and then journaling. I just, sometimes I like to journal about my day. If I had a tough day, I'd like to write about it. Yeah. And I feel like when you get it out of you, it helps you to process it. Mm. One of the biggest things I've also learned too, is that emotions are like waves, right? So you're allowed to let that wave crash on you and you're allowed to feel it and absorb it and process it. But then you also have to let that wave flow out, mm. right? You have to, sometimes you have to let those things go because yeah. holding things will only create resentment, right? all that kind yeah. of stuff. So mental health is, it's so important. And I encourage anybody and everybody to check in with yourself, right. check in with your friends, check yeah. in with your local creatives, yeah. Um, and yeah, let's just all encourage each other and, and, uh, show everybody a little bit of mercy and grace when it comes to that, you yeah. know? And I mean, like people don't probably know this about me. I also struggle with like mental health, like on a whole nother level, well, not on a whole nother level, but not to say that there's levels of that, but, um, oh, but there is, so is that's, there? that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's acceptable. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm not coming in being like, I'm at the top tier of <laughs> depression. Um, I struggle with it. I mean, especially like for this past season for me, um, you know, splitting from uh my partner and then you know finding myself and then being able to stay consistent and that's why like after my amazing girl got me uh a new journal to write in not just for notes for street wave but for me personally that has been such a huge thing for me um i'm writing six out of seven days out of the week and it has been so therapeutic for me 
Um, so I really encourage people like if you're struggling, like um, be real, be vulnerable, be yourself and tell people what's up. Like, yeah, I, I agree. Social media with all the highlights and all the ups, like we got to stay up on this. It's just like, show some real shit. Well, like, and to be honest with you, I always, I say this all the time to people um, that Instagram or whatever platform that you may use on you know, social media, it, it's a highlight reel, right? It's just the highlights right. of what people want to show you. Right. It, it doesn't necessarily mean that that's their life every single day. Right. Um, and it is hard. I mean, comparison is hard. I, I mean, comparison is the thief of joy, mm. right? 100%. When you set and compare yourself to other people, you're never going to be joyful on the inside for yeah. yourself because it's never going to be enough, right? Yeah. You're finding gratitude through other people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I say affirmations to myself. Mm. Um, and one of them is I am enough. Yeah. Um, because sometimes I think I'm not. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, I wish I could look different or appear different or talk different or do this differently or whatever. And that's, I am who I am, yeah. you know, and I can't compare myself to somebody else. I just have to be authentically me. Um, and when I do that, that is when I feel like I am at my highest frequency, when I am at my highest vibration. Yeah. And speaking of affirmations, um, at the end of my journal, I always write, I am strong and amazing. That's great. And I love that name. It's, it's crazy. Cause like at the beginning I'd look at the back pages and I was like, what did I write again at the end of this? <laughs> Cause I didn't really thoroughly believe it. <clears throat> right. But now you know, several pages in, I'm like 100% writing it out and I don't need to look back at it and see, what did I write at the end of this last journal again? Like, oh yeah, no, I am those two things and I want to keep that going and I want that to be consistent. And then I always write we out as if I'm doing a podcast on my journal. Oh. Um, but it's just funny little taglines that I put at the end of mine. I mean, I feel like you you have to you have to do and and process or create however, whatever makes you feel the best. Yeah. You know, yeah. there is no right or wrong answer. Right. Right. You know, that's, that's the one thing with right. like self care and with, you know, <clears throat> self awareness is there is no right answer for each person. Yeah. You got to do what feels right to you. Yeah. That's most important. Yeah. And then just finding a community or friends that support you, you know what I mean? And be yes. um, grateful for that. I think people are really forgetting that word is like, they're, they're living in the highs of like, whether it might be like ego or self satisfaction or whatever, maybe that's the same thing. Um, well, I feel I like you have, you have to get through the storm yeah. to get to the sunshine sometimes. Mm, yeah. I mean, that's, that's life. Right. And I'll be honest with you. Healing is not linear, mm. right? So you could have a fabulous fucking day and then turn around the next day is it's a complete disaster and you're down right. on yourself and, and, and it's okay to have those days, right. right? It's, it's okay for that to happen. Um, but it, you know, consistency, like I said, healing's not linear, you, you know, but you, you do have to try to stay consistent, you know, and, and continue to make progress every day. And if you have a day where you take a step back, that's okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, also too, I feel like healing can, <clears throat> excuse me, healing can actually be kind of lonely. Like sometimes when you are healing, it's not something that you can always do with somebody else or mm. with somebody else's support. Mm. Sometimes when you're healing, you have to, you got to do that shit on your own. Yeah. You have to walk through the mess. Yeah. You've got to clean up that yeah. chaos. Yeah. That's, that's the true way to get through it. Now, yes, having support is 100% important, 
But just remember that when you are, if you are going through something or you're healing through something, like it's going to be messy, you know, and you just have to try to work your best to clean the mess up, you yeah. know? Yeah. It'd be hard to find like consistency during, through all that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I agree. Yes. You know? Yeah. Like it'd be a mess just to like get your thoughts together. So that's why I'm journaling now. Yes. It's so like, like you said, put it all out, feel better. I feel so much better after I'm done putting in an entry. I have no idea why I'm just like, well, and I'm I feel like take on. if you're just consistent, even just with journaling, like nobody says, okay, um, so you're healing. So that means you need to journal. You need to do affirmations. You need to meditate. You need to like, there's no, you know, as long as you're at least taking one step, like just that one step every day to work towards it. I feel like that's consistency, mm. right? Yeah. Just even if it's just that one thing, yeah. Um, that's, I mean, it's, you know, that's what we got to do, yeah. you know, it's like me being, you're, you're going to stay stuck. Right. I'll know? be, but I will beat up myself if I don't get an entry in, if I forget a day, I'll go back to my journal and be like, dang it. I forgot. And then period. All right. We're back on. You know no, actually, I mean? you know, I've done that before too, where, um, I have actually been through like a week of just self-sabotage almost. And I, I'll go to, and then I'll finally go to my journal. I'm like, I skipped a whole week of journaling yeah. and I get mad at myself, yeah. you know, but it's more also to like learning from it. I feel like, and just saying, Hey, okay, no matter how bad I'm feeling, even if I write three sentences, I'm going to put something in this journal, you right. know? Right. So, um, another thing that's helped me through my mental illness has been music. Yes. Music is so right. therapeutic. Um, I've kind of created like top three or four tracks that I definitely in the last six months has helped me. Um, I kind of, I kind of call it either like uh, either helped or hit in some way. That makes sense. Yeah. So maybe this is a new section of the podcast, uh, help and hit. What like music it. helped you, you know? Um, if you want to go first, just share some music that's helped you in yeah. the last six. Yeah. Um, so this is a classic, uh, my first one, and it's probably, it's my favorite track of this artist. Um, it's actually Opportunity Cost by g Easy. Mm. Okay. Um, it's off of his first, um, album, uh, back in like 2014, 15, I think. Dang. Um, but it's, I, I really relate to the lyrics. So that's why I really love that. Um, sometimes by her, mm. um, it's, it's a little bit slower track, but it, it just, it reminds you that sometimes, you know, shit doesn't go your way you know um but it's okay she's you know? amazing she is yeah. incredibly you know she's coming to town right talented yes i know and i'm trying to get tickets yeah. we got <laughs> um, tickets <laughs> yeah i know i know i know i'm over here jelly no. um no queen irby i don't know if you've ever heard of her she's actually been around in the game for a while but i just recently came um just just recently found her but um stretch marks and new bitch um, oh, shit. Yeah. And if you can follow her on Instagram, she is so positive. Um, love. I just love her energy. She's amazing. Um, there's another artist that I really love to listen to, and his name is Lundrell. Lundrell, I believe. Mm. Um, but he has the Stay Free album, um, You Are Enough, and Vibrate Higher, a couple of his newer singles. But he talks about you know, um, energies and vibrating higher and meditation and that you are enough. And his tracks like talk about some of the turmoils that he's went through and how he's worked through mm -hmm. those so positive. Yeah. And I can literally 
put that on in the morning and it just, it's, it sets, it sets me at a, a different high for the day. And I, I, I really enjoy it. Really enjoy it. You ready for mine? I am so right, ready. Here we go. Top. All right. So number five, Leon Bridges. Nice. Midnight. That's like probably one of my favorites. Um, Leon's always been a big, like huge coffee playing. Like I, if I'm working at the coffee shop, I'm playing his music. I don't know. It just feels good. Um, there's a band called Jungle and they have a song called Bonnie Hill. That's really good. Check them Check out. They're kind of like electronic-y uh, band, but yeah, they're pretty red. Um, Givian, because it's like, come on. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Beach, that's probably one of my favorite songs. A uh, new guy that I've been put on, Lord Apex. Um, he's from the UK. Um, it's called Speak for Yourself. Fire. Great. Just encouraging um, for yourself and then who you are. Um, and then number one, I mean, is my dude. Everyone's not surprised by this. Um, Larry June. Uh, feeling good today from the Mr. Midnight record, um, fire, just, uh, his aesthetic and how he just pushes people and being consistent and being yourself and then just striving every day for things. Well, and he's um, so positive too. Yeah, his positivity yeah. is just on a whole nother level. Uh, he's helped. I'd say his music mostly like him himself has helped me get through a lot of things in almost the past year like has really put me on motivation for myself, uh, for the wave. And then for my friends, like if they're feeling down, I'm like, just put on some Larry June, fill them out a little bit. See what you think. Now they're the biggest fans. And I go, told you <laughs> <laughs> that always happens. No, for some I, I reason. love all of those. Those, those um, are all very good. I also want to talk about like how our faults can make us better. Okay. Um, I know for a fact that like, since I've started Street Wave again, there's been some faults on like staying consistent, staying motivated, staying on the track. Um, what would be some of like some advice for someone that's like trying to get back onto the game? You know, I, I'm a I'm a pen and paper gal. Yeah, um, I know you are too. too. Yeah. yeah, well, guy. Okay. Um, (laughs) but, uh, I think that like for me, I actually, in the evening time, I I have a planner and I, um, again, sit down and I map out my day for the next day. Mm. Um, I, I've got a regular job. Well, it's kind of regular because I work from home and kind of make my own schedule, but I'm a property manager too. And, um, it's super important that I'm organized. Um, and it's not just for that. It's on for my creative side too. Um, and I think that taking five minutes every night. I mean, it literally takes me five to seven minutes. And I just write down like, these are the top three that have to get done today. And then this is my list of to-dos. And I don't get discouraged if I don't check everything off the list that day, right? Yeah. Because sometimes your day doesn't always go yeah. as planned, right? See, I'm, I'm not to interrupt, but I'm, I'm person like, if I don't get them all done, I feel so unfinished and it's hard for me to sleep. But you shouldn't. But that's the pressure I put on myself. I yeah, guess. I know. But you got to, you got to, you got to drop that. You yeah. got to drop that. You know. Yeah. Now, let me, I mean, let me say this. You know, you get one thing done. I can understand a little bit, maybe. Right. But even at that, I mean, sometimes you have days where it's like the day falls apart. I've I've had days like that where the day completely falls apart. Nothing goes as planned, and I didn't accomplish anything. Accomplish anything. But one thing I've had to, I've really had to program my brain is that my self worth is not attached to my productivity, right? I'm not any less who I am if I don't get that to-do list done today, right? If I had to take a mental health day, if I had a kid that got sick, or if I had, you know, whatever, come, I got a flat tire, 
You know what I mean? Like you just, you gotta, you gotta take the punches and you gotta roll with them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just because, like I said, again, I'm going to repeat that for you listeners. Okay. Your self-worth is not based off of your productivity. Mm. It's not. Yeah. Um, and that is something that I've really had to train myself because I've always been a hard worker. Um, I've been on my own since I was like barely 17 years old. So I have always had to work for everything that I have. And I get upset if I feel like I'm not that productive that day or yeah. if I didn't do everything that I needed to get done. And that's, that's, that's yeah. not the case. Like you got to give yourself some grace, you know? Well, and what's really helped me too is like, you know, getting my dog and going on a walk and yeah. just going through some things. Or like what I did yesterday, I just went to the Nelson lawn. And I just laid out there in the sun, probably Chill. got a little bit of sunburn, but that's okay. <laughs> um, my friend told me that this morning, he's like, you're sunburned through FaceTime. And I'm like, uh, um, I guess. Did you like, put on SPF? No, I didn't at Okay, all. you need to put on SPF and I'm, I'm, I'm gonna mother you right now. SPF okay. is so important. So please, next right, time, right. slap a well, little on. I forgot of how like uh, white I am. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the fact that like that fair skin, I, yeah. I mean, last year, uh, my homie and I, we we did like the whole tanning bed. We'd go to the gym. We didn't do laundry, so we weren't like Guido boys. But like, no, 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 Jersey boys. I almost said that in the right context out there. But um, like, we did gym tan, and then we went home. <laughs> maybe did laundry, but like doing tanning in a bed is not. It's no bueno. Like, no. I don't like that anymore at all. Because he's back at it. He's like, yeah, man, I'm gonna get back in the bed and stuff. I'm like, yeah, hey, go have fun, man. I, I'm not doing that. I got severely burnt a few times. Like, the fact that, like, my ass would be, like, burnt <laughs> and I could not sleep the whole night. <laughs> yep. So, any beds, see you later. Yeah. So, what I'm gonna start doing is get on top of my roof of my loft and there's, like, escape, like, ladder thing i can just jump up on and get up there on the roof okay but start, will you please put on some sbf yeah yeah, yeah definitely yes yeah, at yeah. least a 30 yeah definitely, if not a 40 definitely okay definitely. you're still gonna get tan i promise yeah no I'm but just, it's, it is important to protect yourself from huh. from the uva and uva the rays right and the sun coming back out weather's changing everything i'm like oh i gotta get back in the shorts and i try to put on some shorts i'm like nah this ain't working <laughs> Can't do hey, this I mean, I can imagine can how you feel. Can you imagine how us women feel? Like we, I mean, we got shorts yeah, that are like, about you know, this. Yeah, so it's like I'm the whole, put, the whole, yeah. like, I'm just kidding. No, no, no comparison there, but I, I feel you. And I mean, I think it's important. I mean, you said like taking your dog on a walk, man. Yeah. Breathing. Like, and that's another thing I do. Breathing exercises too. Like that's awesome. Yeah. And just getting out in nature. I feel yeah. like being outside yeah. is, I mean, being, you know, one with nature is awesome too. Gives you, gives you definitely right. some positivity. I want to dive into kind of more the next chapter is just um, talking about the the creative community here in KC and um, or before even like diving into that, I just want to say like, we're not here to bash anybody. We're not here to like, you know, burn bridges or anything. We're just trying to let you know that there's other people that are feeling the same way and that um, if you're struggling with mental health or whatever, like, please holler at me, holler at Brooke, holler at your family, your friends, let them know how you're feeling. Be vulnerable, be real. Like I couldn't, I can't say that enough. Like right. I think people, they put their creative in front of them to hide, to mask how they're really feeling inside. If that makes sense. Right. And the problem is, is that when you're doing that, you're not being authentically yourself. And you're not helping yourself that mm -hmm. you're being unhealthy. Yes. And see, Larry I June agree. wouldn't like that. So don't listen to Larry June and be unhealthy. Yeah. Because that no. doesn't correlate. Yeah, it doesn't, 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 it doesn't work well. that way. No, thanks for that precursor. I mean, 
Um, yeah, the, the Kansas City community um, on the creative side. You know, I think there are a lot of really great creatives here. I think there's a lot of people that are doing their thing. Um, but I feel like there is, I actually just posted this on my story the other day. Creativity is not a competition. Actually, let me, let me, let me say that one more time. Creativity is not a fucking competition. No. And no. I am really getting tired of the stigma that's out there that you got to be better than the next creative. Like we all, there is a space for everybody. And yeah. Um, yeah, I just, that's, that's where I'm at with it, man. Like I, I don't, I, I'm not trying to one up anybody. I don't want to be better than anybody. I don't want more clout than anybody. I just want to be me right. and I just want to do me. Right. And I don't want to be judged for that, yeah. you know, and I don't want to be put down for yeah. that, you know? And I feel like it has gotten to a point here in Kansas city where there is, you know, people are bumping heads. People are putting out negative energy because they're com comparison. Yeah. You know? Yeah. For real. Well, and then they're finding joy in other things rather than themselves. You know, you know, even talking to somebody, it's like, where did you start a business? Why did you start this business? Like, you need to be passionate about what you do these days. Or there's not going to be anybody that's really going to be like around. Well, and... Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. And also too, I think because we have this social media, everybody thrives off of attention, mm. right? I mean, everything nowadays is instant gratification, right? Yeah. You, you post something on your story and somebody immediately DMs you and is like, oh, that's, you know, like, I mean, and yes, you want that feel good. Yes, if somebody thinks what I'm doing is dope, I want them to tell me that, you right. know, for sure. But on the other side of that, like, let's not create because we want to, be the dopest thing out there. Yeah. Let's create because we are being authentically ourselves. Mm. You, your creation and what you're making is not, it's not gonna present itself. It's not gonna be what it truly can be unless you're being authentically yourself. Right. Unless you are being original to who you are. Right. Um, and that's super important. I'm not trying to fit in a damn box. Mm. I'm not trying to check mark off all of what you think I should be. I just wanna be me. Right. And when you do that, I have seen some of the most beautiful things from that. Just to like put you guys on to, to somebody that I really admire. Uh, well, actually two guys um, in the city right now. So Sage Barnes and um, Braxton Fuller. Um, I love those guys. I don't, I don't know Sage. Braxton, um, I know a little bit. He's such, a, such an amazing guy. But their creativity level, like they are just doing them. And they're, they're amazing. You know, like every piece of art that they put out, I'm like, wow, you know, because you can feel, you can feel it is, it's true. Yeah. Well, it's, I think it's also like, don't just put your belief in a collaboration or a market or a situation. It's like, put that belief in you. Right. And I, and I think people put their coins in the wrong buckets. When really they got their bucket right next to them, they could just be like, you know, shuffling their money in it and like building up themselves. Right. Well, and I feel like people think that they need to collaborate, which don't get me wrong. I think collaborations are awesome. I right. mean, you know, I, I, I think, I mean, you know, I've been a co-creator with Quincy on Night Market. Right. I mean, I think two people coming together, two, two creatives coming together and, and making something, you know, grow and, and creating something is amazing. But I also think that if you're going to do that, it's not about like, I'm not trying to gain 
attention off of that brand or your name or whatever you are. I'm trying to come as myself and I want that, you know, the collaborator or the other one to come as themselves so that we can truly make something that's cool. That yeah. we can truly make something that people are going to be like, damn, I feel the, vi the high vibration off of that, yeah. you know? Um, it, you know, I mean, I know we talked about this earlier. It's like, you know, you could have five people come together and two of them are probably only going to be the real ones there, yep. you know? Yep. And so I think when, you know, when you're thinking about collaborating or you want to join forces with somebody, you need to really think about why you want to do that right. and what you're going to bring to the table. Right. Cause that's something for me too, is that if I'm not contributing, you know what I mean? Like I want my name on it, yeah. you know? I mean, that makes me uncomfortable, you know? And I, and I've actually been put in a situation where my name was put on something and I didn't contribute to any of it. I wasn't at any meetings. I wasn't, none of my ideas were presented to, I mean, it was all done. And then I was just kind of brought in, you know what I mean? And, and I, it was hard um, because I really didn't want my name on it, but it was there and it was what it was. But either way, I think, like I said, is if you're going to collaborate, you need to make sure that you're collaborating for the right reasons. Right. And you need to make sure that when you come, you're coming and you're bringing your skill set to the table. Yeah. You're bringing your ideas. You're bringing your creative juices. Yeah. Because, and what else is the collaboration for? Right. Well, you, you know, know? collaboration starting with a C, but I've got some other C's that need to definitely come into that picture that like helps the situation is commitment, consistency, and then criticism. Can you take all three of those? Can you do all three of those? Then yeah, you can come on board, but like those all need to be 100%. Cause I'm going to be real as it is. If I don't like this idea or like this collaboration or where we're going in the direction, I'm going to let you know. So you don't need to take that personally. What you need to do is learn how to make things better. And that's just not with the situation, but that's with yourself. Right. Well, and I think, you know, criticism, something I've learned too with that is that when you are, yeah. Okay. So you're being creative and that is kind of like on a personal level, but it's also about business, mm -hmm. right? And business, I, I mean, I've done a lot of things. I've, I've ran businesses. I've been big parts of businesses. I've had my own businesses. Um, you can't take shit personal, mm. right? You have to think with a very straight mind on that. You can't let emotions overweigh you. And I think you're right. I mean, that, that was beautiful what you just said, the three C's, like communication, consistency, and, you know, criticism. We have to be able to be like, hey, I like that idea, but can we put this twist on it? And you have to be open to that. Um, you know, something I say sometimes too, is that you're going to, your light, right. Is going to irritate the shit out of unhealed people. Mm. So kind of going back to mental health is that, you know, if you're in a collaboration and you're not mentally all there or mentally, you know, as healthy as you should be, you probably are going to take shit personal. Yeah. And oh, people, it'll show. And, well, it'll and, show. well, and people that take things personal, I feel like sometimes as well, it's because there's an insecurity within yourself. It's a projection. Like you're projecting how you feel on the inside. You're, you're projecting that out towards somebody else. Um, when really maybe that person isn't trying to be hurtful. They're just trying to make the best out of what you guys are doing. And I, I think that it's fair to listen to other people's ideas. I mean, it, you know, I mean, yeah. why, why not? But don't I mean, be so hard on yourself. Don't take it so personal. Yes. And I feel like people like... If it is, and I can see it, then like you're going to be one out of the five people that are not going to be here next week. Right, exactly. Like instantly. Yeah. Because you're not getting gratified or gratitude towards yourself or towards your idea that it didn't go through. I didn't like it. So now you're just going to take me to the, the butchers 
Right. Or how about this? How about communication? If yeah. I said, you know what? That's a shitty idea, Nate. And you said, hey, kind of hurts my feelings. Can we talk about this? Yeah. I'm 100% open to right. that. Right. You know, communication is key. It is yeah. the key to everything. It's the yeah. key to business. It is the key to, yeah. you know, platonic relationships. Mm. It's the key to romantic relationships. I mean, it's, it's, it's in everything. If you're yeah. not communicating, then you guys are not going to be on the same page. Right. So, I mean, even if, you know, you're feeling a little whatever, you know, towards something that maybe a criticism that somebody has say, Hey, let's talk about it. Yeah. You know, what do you not like about it? And maybe that can help you to grasp and understand and process it better. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then like that makes you a better person, better leader, better event. It kind of just goes all the way down the pipeline. And not only that, it creates a better bond. Oh, 100%. Um, shit. I mean. I guess, you know, maybe to wrap that, I just want to say, so, I mean, because we touched on a lot of things there, but most importantly, and I know we've said this word a lot, and I know we kind of started it off with this, but seriously, just be who you are. Mm. You are enough. You are enough in who you are. And being authentically yourself is going to generate the best version of you. So, you know, that's my biggest thing with creatives is don't try to fit into a mold. Don't try to be something else. Don't try to, oh, well, this person's doing this, so maybe I need to do that. Like, just be you. Yeah, and I think it's like, comparativeness again like oh they're achieving so i must be achieving you know like don't raise the bar if someone's on their own bar raising things you know what i mean does that make yeah, sense like i agree i i don't get caught yeah don't get caught up in that no like uh, allow time if it's not going to happen right now it'll happen later and if it doesn't happen later then it's not meant to be i agree you know like i agree i'm a i'm a big one for when one door closes another one opens mm. Or I'm also a big one of something ends because there's something else that needs to start. Right. And it's funny so, you say that because like that's even where we are with the wave right now is like one door is closing. Look where we are now. And I'm like so thankful for that. Yeah. And there's actually, you know, even we, we have lots of discussions, but we right. have even more doors opening. Right. You know, so yeah. Uh, yeah. It's. You know, even talking about everything is like just the care for people. And I think that's what a lot of people are forgetting is that like we're so caught up in like what we want to achieve that we're not also like sharing and seeing what other people want to achieve. So that's been hard for me to take is like letting down the wall being like, I am vulnerable. I am real. I don't have everything together. No. How can, how can I get that all together? So that's just been a mission for myself. So that's, that's what I'm looking forward to like in the future for sure. Yeah. And I, I think, um, kindness goes a long way. Mm. Um, we live in a world, a very, very harsh world. And something that I say to my kids every single morning before they go to school is positive mindset, grateful heart, and do one act of kindness today. Mm. Just one act, open a door, tell a somebody their hair looks pretty. Notes on that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, for sure. Yeah. And and I ask, actually try to do that as well. I mean, you know, today, I mean, not to, you know, fluff myself or whatever, but I mean, I saw this homeless guy and I was stopping to grab a coffee and I grabbed an extra breakfast sandwich. And when I went to get on the highway and he was still sitting there, I gave him the breakfast sandwich, hey, you know, and the look on his face was like, I knew he needed that breakfast sandwich. You know what I mean? Um, so it can be as simple as that. It can be, like I said, as simple as holding the door for somebody. Um, the other day I saw this kid, he was a young teenager and I was shocked that he did this, but this older woman was trying to put groceries into her trunk 
and she was kind of struggling a little bit. And he went over and was like, Hey, let me help you. And she gave him a hug and started crying because her son had just passed away like a month ago. And her son always took her to the grocery store and helped her with her groceries. And, you know, just to see just that one small act of kindness, like it totally made her day and made her feel better. Um, It was amazing. So acts of kindness, consistency, be you, Mm -hmm. right? And, uh, positive mindset, grateful heart. Like let's, let's put some, let's put some higher vibrations into our community. Let's start putting the energy out there that we want back. And then also like fearlessly create things. Like quit being so scared of results and just do what feels good inside. Your fear of looking stupid is holding you back. 100%. You just got these one-liners today. I'm blown. I'm like, I mean, blown seriously, away by this right now. Yeah, no, I mean, it's it's real though. It's yeah. real though. I don't really care if people think it looks stupid. Like I'm gonna do it anyways. And like I have on notes, you know, last but not least is like be thankful for the situation that you're in. Like you have a roof over your head, you have equipment to do things with, or you have space to create things. Take full advantage of it. Well, and not to be like drastic or a Debbie Downer, but let's just all remember right now too that we have a country that is in complete crisis and you could be in a train terminal sitting on the concrete holding your child or your pet or your loved one and you could be wondering if, you know, if your other loved ones are, are, have passed or if you're going to wake up to even have a city Mm. um, or if, you know, you're going to get bombed. Um, Those people are struggling in Ukraine. Um, so let's just try to not to say that, you know, we got to, you know, sit here and dwell on it, but just remember that you do live in a free country and you, you do have the ability to get up every day and do what you want to do and just be grateful for that, no matter what you have or don't have, you know, and I feel it could be a lot worse. (laughs) Right. No, 100%. Like the homies in the West coast with like $9 plus gas. Insane. Yeah. Insane. And then like, what was it last night? 387 at QT. Yeah. I mean, I'm not bitching. I'm just saying, be thankful. I'm thankful to have a car to get to the gas station. You know what? That is 100%. And I actually stopped myself the other day because I was like, I, of course, um, not, I'm, I have to put premium in my car because of the type of vehicle it is. Um, so it was like 419 a gallon. Um, and I filled up my gas tank and was like, wow. Um, and then I got in my car and my car reminded me that my phone was in there and it popped right back on my favorite song and my directions were ready to go to take me to my next destination. Right. And I was like, you know what? I'm extremely blessed. Yeah. So I don't really give a shit about 419. Right. Look off 419. <laughs> What's next for you? Oh man. Um, lots. So I am just grinding right now. Uh, my property management, my, my company, I work for a very small company. There's just a few of us and we are just buying properties left and right. So I'm very excited about our growth. Very, very happy. And, um, my, can, my contribution to the company I feel is being very recognized and that's, been a long time coming, um, not with this company, but with, you know, other jobs that I've had, I've never been really recognized for what my worth and what I've put into it. So I'm really, really flourishing and happy with that. Um, and then on the creative side, um, I actually have started drawing designs again. Um, I'm really, really wanting to get back into designing clothes. Yeah. Um, so I- I'm taking baby steps right now. Um, 
my my boutique actually got hit pretty hard with COVID. So I had to right. close the doors. And so right. that was a huge mental setback for me. Right. I went through a, a pretty bad state there for a little bit because that happened. Um, but I'm getting back into being creative and I'm not sure how it's going to come about, but I'm very excited about it because I'm designing stuff that I never thought that I would design before. So that's really cool. Um, and then obviously I have been your little right hand with, right. with, uh, right. I don't want to take two or label myself no, here, good, but I'm really excited about everything we're doing with street wave and moving yeah. forward. Yeah. Um, and then I'm also just diving. I mean, I've had so many opportunities come up in the last really actually almost just in this last week, um, with events, like tons of people, I think are recognizing, um, you know, how well I can put events on and, and my ability and so people are coming to me out of the woodwork. Um, I've got stuff in the suburbs happening. Um, I've got a new spot out in Raytown um, that I'm really excited to meet with and see where that's going to go. So, yeah, just moving and grooving, man. I'm moving excited for you. Yeah, thank sounds you. Sounds like a lot going on. I know with the wave, we've got a lot too. And so um, I'm excited to see how this the whole season is going to develop. I think with having a new space here, um, a new vibe, I think things are going to go really amazing. I'm I do too. To and I want to do a huge shout out to my girl, Celeste, um, uh, yeah, here definitely. with Kansas City & Co. Yeah. Um, she has been so gracious to open the space to definitely. us and, and, and give us, definitely. this is such a beautiful space. If you guys have not been here or know about it, make sure you check it out on right. uh, Instagram. It's Kansas City & Co, C-O. Um, that beautiful micro event space here in Kansas City. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. And your Instagram. What's your Instagram? Uh, mine's Quiet Riot Styles yeah. with a Z instead of an S at the end. Listen, listeners, if you need to follow somebody that's always pumping out great vibes and encouragements and um, just honestly, like I'll read some of your posts and I'll, or your stories and I'll be like, I really needed to read that today. I really needed to hear that today. So I appreciate what you're doing. Um, I'm always going to scan on just because like if I'm having a bad day, you're putting something up there. I'm like, damn, that is exactly how I'm feeling about today. You know what? <laughs> I say the same thing because I only post things that relate to me and how I really feel. I try not to project anything else, you know? Yeah. And so I'm, I'm really happy to hear that because yeah. I'm just putting shit out there that I feel. Yeah. I really feel. Yeah. And I'm, I'm feeling it back. So I appreciate you. Appreciate that. All right, so listeners, don't forget to check out Streetwave. Now we're going to be on a new platform as well. So hang on, YouTube, we're coming for you. Um, other than that, we're on all different kind of platforms, Apple Podcasts, um, Spotify, Google Podcasts, whatever you want to search Streetwave. I'm not going to spell it for you because you know I already know how to spell it. Um, <laughs> Brooke, I appreciate your time. Yes. You know, I think this was a really great conversation and I hope you creatives are really, really listening in on this, that you, mental health has really devastated me personally. Like I can share that. And I've been able to read up, take care of myself, go on walks, go to the park, uh, be surrounded by some really close family. And of course my encouraging and ama amazing girlfriend just on pushing myself to the next level. So if you're out there and you're hurting and you're trying to search for new things and need some help, please reach out to us. Yes. Hit We're us both up. here. Um, it's very important that we all get back on um, the same playing field and make the city better. Yes. Let's I think, I think a lot of lines are drawn right now and I think that all needs just to go away and yeah. we just need to, I think we, I think we need some unity for sure. So yeah. But for like, like Nate said, if, if you're struggling, please 
please reach out. If yeah. it's not to us, then reach out to somebody else. Right. Get out there, talk about your feelings, talk about your emotions. You know, let's 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 heal people. Let's right. let's heal so we can be the best versions of ourselves and the best version of our community. Yeah. Stay tuned for the next episode next month. We out.